what's better in life than a bottle of wine, great food, and an amazing conversation? My name is Kate Sullivan, and I am the host of To Dine For. I'm a journalist, a foodie, a traveler with an appetite for the stories of people who are hungry for more. Dreamers, visionaries, artists, those who hustle hard in the direction they love. I travel with them to their favorite restaurant to hear how they did it. This show is a toast to them and their American dream. Thank you to the sponsors of To Dine For The Podcast, American National and Spiritless. To Dine For The Podcast is brought to you by American National, offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. For 115 years, American National has remained committed to helping people and communities make a real difference in their lives. American National supports great local community organizations led by the kind of people you hear about on To Dine For, people who are inspired to make a difference and inspire others in return. American National's philosophy is helping where it's needed helps us all. For a description of the American National companies, the products they write, and the states in which they're licensed, visit AmericanNational.com slash dine. Spiritless supports the conscientious cocktailer who wants to live fully but drink differently. Their signature Kentucky 74 is a distilled non-alcoholic spirit for your favorite bourbon cocktails. It's zero alcohol, zero guilt, and just 15 calories per serving. Whether you go completely spiritless or go halvesies with a foolproof bourbon to lower the ABV in your cocktail, you can get your bottle today at spiritless.com. Use promo code to dine for to get free shipping. Welcome to To Dine For the podcast. I'm Kate Sullivan. Join us at the table as we meet some of the world's most creative and brilliant minds at their favorite restaurant. On today's episode is the creator of My Block, My Hood, My City, Jamal Cole. I don't know how to do anything else. It's what I'm good at. Like, I grew up homeless. You know, I grew up very um, poor. Um, I think God uses me to inspire people. That's my gift. And so I know I'm walking in my purpose. Jamal Cole is a community organizer and activist who is on a mission to unite Chicago through education and service. He's also an author, speaker, mentor, and a champion of social justice. Today, I'm meeting him on the south side of Chicago in the Chatham neighborhood at Josephine's Southern Cooking. Over fried chicken and waffles, I'm hearing the full story of how and why he created My Block, My Hood, My City, and how he found himself in the center of the Black Lives Matter movement this summer. Hope you'll enjoy this revealing and emotional conversation with Jamal Cole. Of all the restaurants in Chicago, why Josephine's? Why is this your favorite? Oh, I mean, you're not famous until your picture is on a wall, and we call it Captain Hard Time. So you see all the community activists, all the um, legendary uh, people, um, residents, politicians, they're all on the wall right there. So mm-hmm. I'll know when I'm famous when I, um, one day when I get on the wall at Captain Hard Times. Yeah, yeah. And this, and of all the things on the menu, what's your favorite? Uh, I've only had one thing on the menu, and that's chicken and waffles. I've mm-hmm. never had anything else. Like when we, Every time we do a snowing event, we shovel for seniors in the area. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of volunteers come over um, from all over the city, and they always feed everybody here. And they already know when I call Jamal once, at least 200, 300 chicken and waffle meals, and we just do it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've never had anything different. 
So this is now. Where did you grow up in Chicago? I didn't grow up in Chicago. Oh. Yeah, I grew up in North Chicago, Waukegan area. So I was born in Libertyville, Illinois. Yes. I was born in Conondale Hospital. Um, I was raised in Waukegan, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, I went to high school in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to college four years in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, my mom's from the west side of Chicago. So when I graduated um, college, I wanted to uh, make a difference, and I just moved to the south side to Chatham because mm-hmm. that's where uh, the real estate agent told me that uh, that's where black entrepreneurship is. That's where black home ownership is that's mm-hmm. where you know you're going to be um, an upstanding black person you want to move to Chatham and so I moved here in 2007 and um yeah and I just started volunteering right away what does it mean to be a resident of Chatham what is Chatham like yeah Chatham is a state of mind it's not really like a, a community it's like a um black entrepreneurship black home ownership block clubs um supporting local businesses uh, Chatham is um like communities and neighborhoods are already different so community is a social group of people that get together to improve the quality of life in their block, right? It's people. Mm-hmm. So Chatham, um, there's so many block clubs here. That's what we're about. You see our manicured lawns, our brick bungalows. Mm-hmm. You see uh, um, just upstanding black people. That's mm-hmm. what Chatham's about. Yeah. yeah. So this is your hood now. Chatham yeah. is your hood. All, all day. Yeah, I've been fighting out of the Chatham corner for 15 years. Wow. Yeah. So let's talk about the inspiration from my block, my hood, my city. Yeah. Where did the inspiration come from? Well, um, just wanting to fall in love with Chicago and travel to all 77 community areas. Mm-hmm. And, and Chicago's really parochial. So if you're from one side of the city, somebody could be like, man, this is my hood. Or I'm from 21st Street. I'm right. from the low end. Right. And this is my block, my hood. And so... There's that ownership that people are proud of where they're from. Yeah, and it's not just it. Chicago, but their block. Exactly. I love it. I love it. And um, so, yeah, I always wanted to, um, to be a leader. And I wanted to, you know, be a mayor of Chicago. And mm-hmm. so I said... The community is going to be my classrooms, and I'm going to go to all 77 communities and ask, how can I help? How can I get involved? And I started doing that 10 years ago, and that's how I kind of um, I started blogging about everywhere I go. It's just simple. Like I go to a different community and eat at a hidden gym restaurant, or I see an artful intersection mm-hmm. or a community route, and I blog about it twice a week and put it on my blog. And I just grew up from there. Um, just building connections and helping people. To Dine For, the show that I created and, mm-hmm. and th- this podcast is about how food tells a story. Yeah. Right? And and if you've traveled to all 77 hoods, mm-hmm. you know that the restaurants in all of those different neighborhoods say something yeah. about that community. Yeah. Yep. And um, I don't think the average Chicagoan knows just how interesting and diverse and unique each block yeah. is. Yeah. it's um, You could travel the world without leaving Chicago. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we we like to think we're so different. We're kind of similar too. You, you look at like if you go to Pilsen, they're eating tortilla, beef and rice, right? You go to Greek Town, they're eating pita, beef and rice. You go to Divine Avenue, they eat non beef and rice. Like we all mm-hmm. we we different. We put our little flavors on it, but we eat the same stuff. Mm-hmm. We dye the river green and, and it, but uh, yeah, you could travel the world without leaving this place. And um, I encourage people to look up from their cell phone when you're on a, a train and see what they can learn from yeah. different sights and sounds around you. Um, and if you love uh, eating, then this is one of the best cities you can I meet. Who don't want to go to a, a, a mom and pop shop and have? Like, what am I talking? No franchises. Man. I'm talking about like straight love <laughs> into food. That's, That's right. No yeah. franchises. Yeah. Like mom and pop local yeah. spots. We're eating at Josephine's, a Chatham institution created by Mother Josephine Wade. This restaurant is the place for a hearty bowl of gumbo or some chicken and waffles. It's also the heart and soul of this neighborhood, a place for people to gather and unite. My Block, My Hood, My City was created, as you said, service and education. How can I help? How can I serve? And how can I learn? Yeah. 
Um, let's talk about some of the programs. Okay. Uh, well, so we have uh, youth development and community development. So with youth development, we have our Explorers program. Um, started off from Cook County Jail. Most kids in Chicago um, have never left their neighborhood. They've never waited for a taxi. They've never been on an elevator. Their whole worldview is shaped by the infrastructure of North Lawndale, of Chatham, of Inglewood, um, of South Shore. Like, and so uh, that can be tragic. So what we do is we take teenagers from the most diverse communities on educational field trips, and we expose them to different parts of Chicago, different professions. Um, North Lawndale, for instance, there's 15 currency exchanges, and they know banks. Mm-hmm. So if you ask a kid what's a job at a bank, they don't know because they've never been to one. Wow. Right? So we'll take them to a bank, or we expose kids to trading firms to learn about Microsoft engineering, different foods, right? Um, getting outside of McDonald's to eat something different. So that's our youth, youth, youth development, our Explorers program. We started off with um, just working with kids from barbershops. Now we work with 150 students a month in 10 different schools. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we have a 36-school waiting list for our after-school Explore, Explorers program right now. The goal is to get that program in different cities too. So that's called our Explorers program. There's also on the youth development side our youth-led tours mm-hmm. where our students lead tours of their neighborhoods. Um, that's their summer job. Oh, that's awesome. So they yeah. give you a tour of Chatham or they give you a tour of yes, North Yes, yep, yep, it's 100% made by, created by youth. And they show you the hidden gems. You know, hey, this is 16th and Kedzie where, you know, um, the Sal's hoagies, they're the best hoagies ever had in the city. <laughs> best hoagies in the city. Um, here's Farm on Ogden where we get our fresh vegetables. Here's my block. This is my school. And um, one cool thing that's happened this year is the mm-hmm. cops, the Chicago Police Department, have signed on to take youth-led tours. So to be a, um, to be a police officer in Chicago, you need 1,000 hours of training. 900 are mandatory 100 are electives hmm. 5 of those hours go through my block my hood my city youth led tour so all the cadets they tour North Lawndale before they police it so you have youth state's attorney and police department that get to know each other collective problem solving and our goal is to get them to stop shooting unarmed people right there's always tests right in life mm-hmm. you created my block my hood my city 5 years ago yeah explain to me what the past 5 months have been like for you since we saw the video of George Floyd mm-hmm. and everything that's transpired after that. I would imagine your work took on a deeper meaning. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, one in two days I got sixty-three thousand emails. So in yeah. two days you got sixty-three thousand emails. Yes. So and that's just two days of the last couple months. So um, I was on every media channel you could think of. Um, taking a lot of interviews, talking to a lot of corporations that I don't know if corporations care about justice being denied or if they care about business being interrupted nowadays, but right. I'll take the phone call. Sure. Um, I've, I've, it's been, I've taken the opportunity to listen and learn from other activists around the country. Man, I, my, my message has been clear and simple. Like, you know, I always say people, tell people, listen, if you follow these 15 words, you can make improvements in your life. If you want, if you, I'll save you thousands of hours and of going to community group meetings, thousands of hours of reading books on social organizing. These 15 words are my philosophy and it's taking me 12 years to develop. And I share it in every interview. Those 15 words are what's something simple I can do that'll have a positive impact on my block. Mm-hmm. What's something simple I can do that'll have a positive impact on my block because you don't have to have a master's degree to make a difference, right? You don't got to have a law degree to listen, but you just got to like start with the simple things like if there's 16 houses on one side of the street and 19 houses on the other side of the street, that's 35 houses. Get to know your neighbors, start a block club party in the backyard, a block club meeting. Do something simple, and that's how you develop the muscle it takes to take on bigger challenges like policies. So 
everything we do in my blog, my hood, by the city is simple. So that's been my message around the country for the last couple of months. Everybody said, I want to get involved. What do I do? You know, I'm a, I'm, I work at a corporation. How do I, what's something simple you can do? Mm-hmm. If you work in IT, can you make a, a website for a social impact organization? If you, um, you know, if you work at a law firm, can you guys have an expungement clinic in the, in the hood somewhere and to help people expunge their records? What's something simple you can do? Mm-hmm to make a difference and um yeah. we can all do something we all could yeah. we all we all can and that's yeah. um and it, it's it's that's what that's how i started this simple stuff yeah, yeah. and so you said you're exhausted which mm. i you have been a part of the protest you've been part of the coordination and which has got to have been massive mm-hmm. in chicago what was that like i was uh, to see the cops eyes up close and when they threw a blue smoke bomb at me and to see their tattoos with their their, their sleeves rolled up and they all had tattoos down their sleeves they look like rappers um, they they have the billy clubs, the old wooden billy clubs with the etchings in them. I like we used them before. They have the, they look like Call of Duty people, and they show up there saying they're showing great restraint. But they look when you show up in front of an 18 year old or a teenager wearing looking like a Call of Duty officer, it doesn't say it says drama right away, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the see, tension that you felt every day in the midst of the pre- protests, it wasn't just about um, trying to speak your mind. It was the hostility you felt towards from them yeah yeah i mean i, I saw i felt it I was, I was there you just have to leave with love uh-oh yeah. uh-oh yeah, maple syrup wow wow that looks awesome Appreciate that looks awesome that. thank you yeah. very much well, thank you i see behind you all right thank, thank you very much well, i appreciate thanks, it man. this is great thanks for taking me here wow that's no, all good um i haven't had a waffle in i don't know how long this is awesome man, you and me both We'll have more from our delicious meal in just a minute. But first, thank you to our sponsors. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. To Dine For the Podcast is brought to you by American National, offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. There's a funny thing about most insurance commercials, whether they feature lizards or birds or funny cartoon characters. It seems like they want you to think about anything but insurance. American National, on the other hand, has real local agents who get to know you so they can help you reach better decisions about your insurance to make sure you're protecting what matters most to you. American National agents are part of your community. They're your neighbors. So whether it's solutions for your home, your small business, your farm, or your life, you can count on your local American National agent to make sure you get the discounts you deserve and the protection you need without paying for extras you don't. With American National, you get an ally, not just a web page. For a description of the American National companies, the products they write in the states in which they're licensed, 
Visit AmericanNational.com slash dine. If you're like me, there are times when you want to feel like you're having a fancy cocktail, but you don't actually want the alcohol. So I love Kentucky 74 from Spiritless. It's a distilled, non-alcoholic spirit for your favorite bourbon cocktails, but with just 15 calories per serving and none of the guilt. You can pre-order your bottle today at spiritless.com. Use the promo code to dine for to get free shipping. Now back to our conversation. I want to help. You care. Yeah, I do. I do. I'll show up. Mm -hmm. And when you show up, just like I do at the jail, just like I do in the parks, just like I do in the schools, Mm -hmm. um, you you swim. You figure it out. Mm -hmm. How do you think the mayor's doing, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, in the midst of all of this? Um... It's a tough position, you know. You, you know, you have to necessarily displease a lot of people mm-hmm. while hoping to bring the city together as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, he, um, I think the power is always with the people. Um, I think Mayor Life is super qualified. Um, I think she is uh, has done a great job. I love how she's using social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, um, democracy starts on the block for me, though. So it's like. The mayor doesn't demand that we get to know our neighbors, mm-hmm. but if we want our blocks to be safer, we got to demand that ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, the aldermans don't demand that you pick up trash in your alley, but if you want there to be less rats born in your alley, you, you have to demand that of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, the senators don't demand that we um, advocate for education reform, but if you want um, the per-pupil tuition funding to be what, equitable, you need to go to Springfield and advocate for that stuff for your students. So I feel like um, I have nothing but love for Lori Lightfoot. I'm all about working with uh, politicians, working with corporations, and working with nonprofits. But I feel like if, if they could change things from the top, they would have been done it. It can't change from there. It has to be from the bottom. It has to be from the grassroots. And so um, I think she's doing a good job amplifying the voices of community members. Um, but I, I think uh, um, I'm, I'm willing to help. If she, I'm willing to help however she needs help. So. You know, um how do you get people to care about their neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. You, 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 it sounds like what's at the very heart of this is the, the 15 words that yeah. you said, which is, you know, what is something small that I can do for mm-hmm. my neighbor? Yeah. Uh, I know they're different from it's yours, like, but that's pretty much the heart of it. Yeah. How do you get people to care about their neighbors? Um, every block has somebody that cares. It's just helping that person um, mm. amplify what they do. Finding, identifying the people who are the helpers yeah. and then giving them resources. Yeah, I mean, just showing up and helping them. And that, that shows people, hey, we care. If they're doing the work already, but you just need to help them out a little bit. And then that gives them a little bit of encouragement. Hey, let me get you a laptop, right? Let me start you a Facebook group for your block club. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, we can help pay for your block club party. We can get you a new sign. We can get you some tools. What, what do you need to help improve the quality of life in your block? And then... Um, then connecting them to other block leaders that they can share information together. Here's how we got the drug house off our block. Here's how we advocated for a new speed bump. Here's how many signatures it took for us to get this stop sign. Here's how we got the new flo- the LED lights as opposed to the old lights. This is how we did it. Here's how we get our alley cleaned up. Like this is just like block wisdom that is shared amongst people. Um, so that's that's kind of how we how we do it. And it's a um, but it all starts with going to the block. Like you have to go there and meet the block club captain or the block community group president, walk around the block with them and talk about whatever challenges they're facing. That's how we did it. The Black Lives Matter movement isn't new. Mm. It's been going on. Yeah. And so it it is it is only new to the people who are just learning about it. Yeah. Which has got to be infuriating in a way, um, but also galvanizing mm-hmm. because... It is a movement, mm-hmm. and you can feel it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can feel it. 
doing the work that you've been doing for a, over a decade, what would you like to see happen in the next year, five years, that you think would really make a difference in the city of Chicago? Well, by 2025, I don't want any student ever to say they've never been downtown Chicago. Like, I don't want any high school student to ever say that again. That just doesn't make any sense. Um, if you show kids better, they'll do better. But if they're going to stay isolated in the neighborhoods, they can't do better. So I want to eliminate that altogether. Um, I want kids to be able to travel outside their comfort zones. So that would be, be one of the things I want to do. Uh, also, uh, um, I want people to uh, um, um, stop depending so much on big city government and really believe that they can make a difference. Um, you know, if you want to plant sunflowers in a hood one day, that's going to be a beacon of hope for somebody. We, we, we all need to create a little ripple of hope on our blocks so we can make a wave of change together. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I want um, – I love when I'm walking down the street and somebody stops me and says, hey, you know, um, I love the, your message of what's something simple I can do. I was riding my skateboard to the parks today, and I brought a, a trash bag, and I just picked up all the cans, the beer cans, because you, you inspired me. I felt like I can make a difference. This is something simple I could do. And I feel like um, um, everybody can do that. Yeah. And that's that's everybody like, can do that. everybody can do something simple. Can you imagine? That's got to make you feel good. Oh, man, it's, it's my life's work. Yeah, it's better than it's... ever being voted for. It's better than ever being anything. If we can all create those little ripples together, um, Chicago is going to benefit because we, it's pretty simple. Actually, um, I, I love processing. So, you know, I think um, you need to figure out what language people speak and speak that language with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's ways to protest construct. And, and it's not just tearing stuff down right. like can, protesting can happen in the in cps boardrooms it could happen at the aldermanic meetings uh, town hall meetings mm-hmm. council city council meetings wherever mm-hmm. um it doesn't just you don't you know i don't know if people are fighting for humanity or fighting for instagram nowadays that's how many people be at the protest but mm-hmm. what what has shocked you the most since all of this has started with the protests what what have you seen that you were like wow i did not expect that I wasn't shocked or surprised. I mean, I grew up, like, I, I remember when I was, like, six years old, a white dude looked at my dad and said, that's a nice young boy you got there. If I was younger, I'd kill him. Mm. Like, so me, I've, this, this is just, I've been pulled over in Indiana. I've been pulled over in Wahoo, Nebraska. I've been pulled over in Burlington, Wisconsin for no reason. Mm-hmm. So, to me, this is like, a, um, I, I've dealt with racism my entire life, mm-hmm. right? I never was called American until I went overseas. It was the first time I ever called American. Wow. So, to me, I'm not, um... I've always been outraged, like, you know, so mm-hmm. this is, a, um, I didn't have to, you know, um, front or develop some kind of, like, talking points. Um, <laughs> what's, if, if one thing has shocked me has been the, um, how phony a lot of people have been, mm-hmm. and I've seen a lot of mm-hmm. corporations, mm-hmm. you know, we've needed support for so long, mm-hmm. right? But now suddenly, you know, um, you know, you know, there just needs to be, okay, I, I, I love the support, but I want to see what you guys do next year and the year afterwards mm-hmm. because students are going to need access to opportunities next year too. Mm-hmm. So you want to donate food to the community, that's fine. But let's just make sure that we're doing something systemic too, like investing in the education. So, yeah, I, I've, I've been shocked by how people don't know how to help. Mm. You know, it's like don't expect me to, like, you need to have done your research by the time you meet me. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to think about how you can, like, um, mm-hmm. how I can – change your business model help me Mm. respect me man like how do you want to help 
oh, we don't know what to do. How do you know? It's like I've been making so many decision trees for people. Like, hey, okay, if you have $5,000 of disposable income, maybe you're a giver uh, a month. If you have that a month, you should give. If you have $2,500 of disposable income a month, maybe you can make some phone calls and give a little bit. If you only got $500 of disposable income a month, maybe you're a doer. You know, but regardless if you're a giver, in between or doer, we could all be sharing articles, we could all be volunteering, we could all be doing something. Like, that's a quick decision tree. Figure out where you're at, where you're at you know? And so... Um, yeah, I just, I just, I just, it's, I inf- it's, it's, it's exhausting. It's infuriating. It is. It's like, it's, and, and then it's almost like you have to educate people on racism to even begin the conversation. Exactly. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. So, uh, but I can tell also it's like this tension with you personally, because you're such a positive person. Yeah, you're, you're an optimistic person. I am I'm internally optimistic. That's yeah. the first three syllable word I learned growing up. I remember being homeless. And my dad taught me what that meant. He's going to be optimistic. What does that mean? He told me that, um, but um, yeah, I, I wake up in a good mood yeah. every day, right? Yeah. Um, you couldn't do what you've done if you weren't optimistic. Mm. That there isn't a better way. Yeah, <laughs> I like right? that. I like that. If I, you um, weren't optimistic, none of this would yeah. would, have, would be exactly because people people. Um, and I do, again, I just don't believe in sustainability. I believe in uh, God, and I believe in um, trying to help, and I believe in um, love, and. Yeah, that's that's those are my things I believe in. But yeah, so I'm 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 optimistic. I'm saddened. Uh, I am I am really tired though, because I, I feel like uh, I feel it's been um, personally I've been going through some struggles, and then having to just like field so many calls and do so many things is just like um, yeah, it's been it's been a lot. But anyway, you started out really wanting to. It sounds like learn Chicago and mm-hmm. learn it well. Yeah, you know you have a goal of mm-hmm. political office someday in mm-hmm. Chicago. Over the past five years, what has been some of the biggest lessons you've learned? Um, I think success is what you attract; it's not what you pursue, right? You know, um, you're attractive by being attractive. You have to. Um, I don't believe in sustainability of nonprofits. I just gave up on that because, mm-hmm. you know, my home got foreclosed trying to start a nonprofit and trying to be sustainable. Did right? it? It did in Chatham. Mm-hmm. Doing what you love to do, mm-hmm. you can organically build relationships with people that'll help you be successful. Mm-hmm. If you if you love what you do, you organically build relationships. It's a journey and it's a faith walk. Mm-hmm. Doing this nonprofit work, it's been 12 years for me. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a faith walk. Um, I mean, let's be honest. You could be doing a lot of different things and making a whole lot of more money, yeah, right? You're not yeah. doing this for the money. You said your home no. was foreclosed yeah. doing this. So what is it about this that is so important? I, I don't know how to do anything else. It's what I'm good at. Like, I grew up homeless. You know, I grew up very um, poor, um, but I always wanted to, um, I think God uses me to inspire people. Mm-hmm. That's my gift. And so um, I know I'm walking in my purpose. Yeah. And that's everything. Yeah. That's I mean, that's what, if, hey, if you know that, if yeah. you know that, yeah. that keeps you going. Yeah. This has been a, a privilege. I really, I mean that. Right. Thanks, thanks, Jamal. No doubt. Thank no doubt. you. Thanks for listening to To Dine For The Podcast. For more information on the show, the guests, and the podcast, head to todinefortv.com. You can find us on Instagram at todinefortv and Facebook at To Dine For With Kate Sullivan. Thanks to the sponsors of To Dine For The Podcast. American National, and Spiritless. Special thank you to producer and sound editor John Golner. To the loyal followers of this program, cheers, stay hungry, and stay inspired. I'll see you back at the table soon. The goal for My Black, My Hood, My City is is one of optimism. It's one of purity. It's a purity of thought. How do you, in the midst of all of this 
stay true and keep your mind strong and pure and in a good place, right? Like stay inspired. I, I cry a lot. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, um, I give a lot. I've gotten more from volunteering ever than anybody can even imagine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I went from selling my books downtown in front of Foot Locker every day, maybe selling five books a day. Did you? Trying to raise money for my family. Yep. Got my home foreclosed. Went through a divorce, all that stuff. This is a faith walk. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.